Hey, just to let you know, Dennis and I had a lot of fun recording this episode, and we really wanted to provide a ton of value. As a result, this episode being a, ended up being a lot longer than we thought, so we split it up into two parts. So this is part one of two episodes that we're getting into right now. So let's listen to part one of this episode on, on how to lead leadership. Welcome to the Church Brand Guide podcast. My name is Michael Persad. My name is Dennis Esteban. Hey, and today we are jumping into this topic of how to lead leadership. So this is a big one. I remember when I first started off in in doing communications, uh, I had a pastor and some other people that I was uh, underneath, but I was kind of the expert. Like I was bringing to the table my expertise and I wanted to contribute to the team to move us forward. And I, I struggled quite a bit early on. Dennis, how did the, how did this look like for you? Uh, for me, I, I mean, I, I think uh, the process was pretty easy for me uh, starting off, right? Uh, at least at my church plan. Uh, I think uh, from the early from early on, uh, I didn't because here's the thing: is it was a church plant, and I was a volunteer. So when you have a volunteer that just wants to do a whole bunch of things and you don't have a lot of people yet, you're probably not going to say no, right? Uh, but I think very early on, I started not with a title or with a, pres or with a position, but I just started off with a servant's attitude. And I was really the only one that, was, that there was to do it, right? Yeah. So my, my experience was on the other side of that. Um, so I started w working for the church I, I attended, um, and it was a large church. We had like 5,000 people coming on a weekend. And, you know, the pastor was this guy that I looked up to for all my life. And now I, I was working for, for him, and I was underneath like two or three layers, you know, buried underneath that with other leadership above me. So I came in like the feeling very small, so to speak. But I, I was also brought in to do a job like, hey, you need to make sure that we're we're getting out to our community. Right. And so the struggle was, hey, I've got these great ideas. Like, you know, I, I've been learning about all this stuff. I've been doing my research and all that. And then I wanted to present that to the team in a way that they would allow me to then to then do it. So I, I felt like I struggled quite a bit early on trying to figure out it's just how do I bring value? How do I build that trust? And uh, that, this episode today is really designed to help you to understand how to do that. Whatever position you might be in, you might be a volunteer or you might be on staff at a church that you've been to all your life and you right. have a lot of respect for the people that are in leadership. Maybe that's your perspective as well. Or maybe you're a pastor and you've got a board of, of people that you're working with or some other people that you're working with. Uh, and you're trying to bring them forward. I, we actually work with a lot of pastors that are doing that. They're trying to move the church forward from decades of doing things uh, a, a different way right. and into a new a new way of doing things. This episode is going to help you to just lead. How do you how do you lead leadership when it comes to communications and and getting the the messaging out there? Yeah, I think that's so good. Um, I think that's a topic that. Even in all of the conversations that I'm in, uh, it seems like a lot of people, especially communications director or, you know, the titles close to that, uh, they that's that's what they're looking for. They're looking for how do they lead leadership? Uh, and when we say lead leadership, we don't mean uh, coming from a place of 
trying to tell them what to do, but it's really uh, what is leadership, right? Leadership is influence. So when we say how to lead leadership, what we're really saying is how do we influence leadership in a direction where they might not be an expert uh, or they might not have a full understanding of how this works or um, what exactly we're doing, but we know that they just want an outcome, right? But yet they are still the decision maker most times at the end of the day, right? And I believe that many people are actually wanting to hear this conversation, uh, but they're just communicating it in a different way. So recently I was in a conversation with the church uh, in the Midwest and the communications director was telling me that uh, you know, in their ministry, they have all of these ideas or they create these plans. Uh, but last minute, uh, the plans change due to leadership. Right. And sometimes a lot of and maybe you're listening to that. And that's the case at your church or in your ministry. Uh, you're coming up with all of these ideas and then maybe last minute these ideas fall through uh, or your ideas are not getting implemented. Uh, what that can what can happen sometimes is that can create some frustration. Right. Uh, and really, whenever you're leading or you're serving from a place of frustration, you can never really do uh, what you are called to do well, uh, because you are focusing on every other thing, what this person said, uh, how they didn't go with this project. You're focusing on everything else but the role uh, in the ministry that you are called to serve in, right? So I, I think that's why uh, this episode is very important, uh, and it's very vital uh, for people who are in the communication space. Yeah. So there's four things that we want to touch on today in this episode that's going to help you win in this area. Um, so the four things are uh, trust, timing, tactics, and template. So let's talk about trust. Trust is something that is the big win, especially when you're starting off. You want to build trust. Um, you you want to help people to understand that you can bring value to the table. And this is the big win. And one of the biggest ways to do this is to show that you you care deeply about the church and the mission and the vision of, of the church and, and, and of the leadership like that. That's so make it yours, like take ownership and, and show that you care deeply about it. Talk about it. Be passionate about it. Totally buy into it. Um, if you can't buy into it, maybe you shouldn't be doing it. Maybe you should go somewhere else. But man, if you can buy into it, like show that you you really care about it and that'll help you to build trust so that you can bring some ideas to the table to then advance that vision. Dennis mentioned earlier that one thing, one of the things that I found even today as I'm as I serve as a consultant for a lot of churches, I, I get brought in, you know, midstream. They're trying to do something and they bring me in midstream. And one of the big things I try to do is um, find out what the goal is. Like, what is the goal? What are you trying to accomplish? And then once they, they they tell me the goal, then I get to bring solutions. Okay, well, here's how we can do that. Here's five different ways we can do that or three different ways we can do that. Um, which which way do you want to go? Let, let's go. Like we're designing a logo. Okay, the, so the win is to connect with uh, maybe there's a college town or something, a college nearby. You want to connect with uh, young college age kids? All right, great. Here are three logo design options that are going to help you do that. Which one would you like to choose from? So the goal is to bring trust. And the way you build trust is you you listen 
um, and you care deeply about that mission, that vision that they have, and then you bring solutions to the table. That's so good. Yeah, I I remember um, when I started off, you know, at the church plant that I was serving in. Uh, I didn't, like I said before, I didn't come in with a, a title or being paid staff, but I came in as a servant leader who was consistent, right? And that's the thing about if we if we answer the question of uh, why is trust important and how is trust built, I think it first starts off with understanding consistency. Trust is built with consistency. And I don't just mean consistency in the sense of like, okay, you're told to do something, so you do it when you're told. It's consistency is how do you show up to meetings? How do you show up to events? How do you show up to church? How do you serve when you're not asked to serve, right? Trust is built with consistency. So for me, uh, I would do SWOT analysis uh, and of the Sunday, and I would send it to my pastor uh, before the Monday. And I would do that for a long period of time. And I did that not because I was asked to. I did that because I cared so deeply about the ministry and I wanted to see it move forward. And so what happens is after being consistent, now trust is built. When trust is built, leadership uh, or I would say authority is released, right? So the reason why uh, trust is important is because when do you have trust, right? Uh, when you show your leaders uh, that you're in it for the long haul, it's not just about your ideas, but it's about moving the ministry forward, uh, then that's when they can relinquish some authority for, to you uh, and you can have a bigger influence as it relates to decision making. So good. So good. Um, so I just want to uh, add to that. Um, you want to add value. So uh, whatever you do, wh whatever's expected, do beyond that. Do a little bit more. Um, right. So if they're expecting one logo design, give them two or three or something along those lines. So be more, be the expert, like come with that mindset. It's not I'm going to do what you ask me to do. No, so I'm going to do what needs to be done. Um, it's, it's a different a different way of thinking. It's an owner's mindset. Like, man, I'm going to own this. I'm going to own this vision. Also, use their words. So if they speak about the vision in a certain way, like there's a language that your pastor, like if you're, if you're underneath a pastor, like there's a way that they say it. That's use right. that way of saying it. Like repeat their words. Hey, you said that we wanted to... Um, help people live a better story. That's awesome. Here's a few different ideas to help people live a better story through our social media. And, and so That'd you're using incredible. So you're using what they you're connecting with them. You, you're saying I'm listening. I'm listening deeply. And man, I really want this for for the church. I really want this for you. I really want to want to do this. And I would say timing wise, take three months, like take a quarter just to build trust. Before you bring some big initiatives or big ideas to the table, like just just give it some time. Just listen for a while. Just sit back for a while. Just do the thing that's expected for a while and then do a little bit beyond if you can, you know, from time to time. But before you try to bring in like some big uh, some big concepts that might might um, change the way things are done. Just sit back for a little bit and that could go a little bit faster. You know, if, if, if your church is a young church plant, then you're probably going to make some changes a lot more quickly than yeah. a church that's been established for a while. 
That's right. That's so good. Uh, and, you know, like even while you were saying that, like it just made me think of all the times when I was serving and my pastor would say something uh, and I was obsessed uh, with us with essentially this idea of like like this communication pipeline. Right. If, you know, our pastor is saying this to us in our core team, now it became a leadership team, right? I became obsessed with how do I go back and communicate that with the people who serve alongside me? How do I go back and communicate that? Uh, and, and I think it's exactly what you said. It's part of serving and part of being consistent when you want to see the ministry move forward is you identify without being told uh, things that you can do to move the needle forward uh, without being asked, right? And the way the way that you know you do that is just through humility, uh, and it's through serving, right? So I, I think that 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 was incredible. Like I didn't even realize that that's something that I did uh, r- really early on until you said it. Yeah, and and I think the idea too is to, is to be that expert. Uh, do the research. Um, your, your, your pastor, your leadership's going to be, they, they might be like, Hey, let's do a men's event to, to reach men in our city. Oh, that's great. So if you're the communications person, do the legwork, do the research, bring some expertise to that conversation. They are the spiritual guide for this ministry, this event that they're putting on. You are the communications guide. So that's be right. an expert in that area and bring value to the table. Oh, okay. So you, wait a minute. So they might come to the table and be like, Hey, can do you, can we do a screen where we can advertise it on Sundays? Okay. That's great. We can do that. And they might be like, Hey, can we do a flyer? We can hand it out to people. Okay. That's great. We can do that. And then you need to then come with more. Okay. How about we create that's a landing right. page? How about we could put a QR code on there and it goes directly to a landing page where people can get all the information that they need for the event. How about we um, put on uh, Instagram some different reels where, where you talk about some topics about how it's important to be a man and what that means and all this stuff. And you just bring to the table like a whole tactic. We're going to talk about tactics here in a little bit. But again, that's how you build trust. Like you're, you're, exactly. you're taking their idea and then you're leveling that up um, as, as you're going forward. That's so good. And then I think, I think the next thing that we have on our list, it, it's this idea of timing. Right. Uh, So now you've been serving for a while. You've been consistent. uh, You have built trust. Now you have some ideas. Uh, But the important thing is your timing. (laughs) Right. Uh, Even, you know, in my own family, one of the things I'm learning is if I have to say something or if I have to bring something up or if we have to have a conversation about something, timing is very, very, very important in all relationships. So in that, that includes the relationship that you have with your leadership. Uh, for example, if you know that uh, 21 days of prayer and fasting is coming up and you know that's on the calendar, but yet the team has not communicated about it and it's a month out, it's your role to bring, it's your, it's kind of your role to bring up some of these things like, hey, I know we have this coming up in the next few months. Here are some ideas or here are some potential directions that we go down. And maybe your pastor is still praying about it. Maybe the Holy Spirit's still speaking to him. Uh, but in that process, you can come with some ideas. You can come with a few options. Uh, timing is everything, right? Uh, and it's also, it, and one more thing with timing, it's also knowing like 
what day to bring things up. Like if your pastor is sermon prepping that day and you know he's getting ready for his Sunday message, maybe you don't show up to him with a thousand, uh, you know, kind of requests of what you think you can do because that's not where his frame of mind is, right? Or her, yeah, that's not where his or her frame of mind is. Um, but so that that's that's my thought on timing. Yeah, uh, and I, to add, people? yeah, to add to that, I I I um when I was in the communications role at at a church, uh, this was a large church, two thousand people. Uh, my third, kind of my third stint at like being on communications at a church. Um, what I did is I, I tried to think about the year in advance. So, uh, so I guess it could be selfish in a way because I, I felt the pain when, whenever the ministries didn't have their stuff together and they come and they're like, Hey, can we promote this next week? And then all of a sudden, like, I felt the pain of like having to rush and get, get things mm-hmm. done and, you know, that type of thing. So what I started to do is like, Hey, we're not going to do that. H- how about we take a look at the year and we say, this is what's happening throughout the year. Um, and then I actually took it upon myself to say, hey, can I get everybody together uh, for one meeting in like November? And we're just going to lay out everything you have planned for the year. And I'm going to write it all down. I'm going to make sure you win. And I want you to make sure I win because I'm going to I'm going to set you up really well with the right promotions. It's good. And um, so we take a look at like from with my team. I had a team at the at the time at this um particular church. And we take a look at the at the quarter. So we think about things by quarter. Okay, this quarter coming up, we have these four events that are happening. Let's make sure we plan everything out, all the details, get everything scheduled. Um, and then we, we win that quarter. And then we go to the next quarter and try to win that quarter. So it helped us to really think about shorter chunks of time versus like the entire year. Mm-hmm. So we got the information for the year, but then we, we chunked it down into smaller periods of, uh, of time. The other thing about timing, too, is that whenever you're working from behind, it's really stressful. Like yeah. you know, everybody feels that and it's just not a great feeling. And I've been in ministry for a while and I've seen people get burnt out and it, it breaks my heart. Like, I don't want that. I don't want that for myself. I don't want that for people that work with me. Um, that's not you know, I don't think that's the way that God would want us to do ministry is like right. getting burnt out, you know. And I've seen it happen over and over and over again in this area of communications. And honestly, that's one of the passions that uh, led me to produce the, uh, the the podcast and all the stuff that we do is that, man, I really want communications people to love what they do and serve in God's kingdom and be uh, be able to win, you know, and, and feel like they're do- they're really doing something uh, amazing because it really is. It's amazing what we get to do. That's right. And we also get to be good stewards. I guess that's the final point that I have is we, we want to steward God's resources well. So when when we uh, think in advance, when we plan in advance, we're able to, you know, save that rush charge. You, we've all been there. You, like yep. you're, you're running <laughs> <Yeah>. behind. <laughs> you have to pay the extra fee to get it rushed out. Well, that that makes me feel terrible. It's like, man, this is this is not my money. This is God's money. I, I don't want to mm-hmm. do that. So we want to steward our resources well. And uh, what I also with stewarding resources, like stewarding our creativity well, like, you know, God gave us the ability to be creative and to think mm. outside the box. And if we're always working from a place of playing catch up, then our creativity is not able to shine. Right. And man, I really want to be creative and, and really do my best, bring my best as an act of worship, so to speak, uh, to God and really promote this thing really well. So again, timing really helps us when we get that right. 
it helps us to really shine and to win in, in the areas that really matter. Hey, we hope you're having a great time listening to this episode. We had a great time recording it, but we're going to stop it right there for part one. Uh, Dennis and I have a ton more value to add in part two, which will be our next episode. So make sure you come back for part two of this episode of how to lead leadership. Uh, we're going to have a great time unpacking the other two points that we talked about in, in this uh, in this entire topic. Hey, Dennis and I would love for you to subscribe if you have not subscribed to this podcast. If you would like the show notes uh, with all the information that we've talked about, uh, go to churchbrainguide.com. Hey, Dennis, real quick, what's the best way for people to connect with you if they want to reach out? You can visit us at hallelujahsocial.com or you can message me via email at Dennis, D-E-N-I-S, at hallelujahsocial.com. So we love helping you. Don't don't be afraid to reach out. Uh, for me, you can reach out to me at michael at churchbrandguide.com. Again, go to churchbrandguide.com to get resources, uh, other episodes that are available as well to help you on your journey as you're doing communications at your church. Thanks again for joining us for part one of this episode, and we'll see you t 